Contestant Club, yeah, you know that's us. Where we only speak the real and the real rock with us. Where we motivate the people and the politic on success. Oh no, we ain't DJ Kelly, but they swear we the best. It's Contrast Uncut. It's season four, episode 28. I want to make sure I give a big shout outs to Uncle Snoop's Army and Bobby D Presents. I appreciate you, brothers. It's your host, Zylo, a.k.a. DJ Juan Dollars Like I Won Some Money. Ladies and gentlemen, today we got a really, really incredibly dope special guest. He's an actor, producer, humanitarian, fashion and health guru. You know, he is widely known for his roles in All-American, which is one of my favorite shows, and SWAT, and as well as he had a nice role in Boys in the Hood just to set up the history of what this brother's been capable of doing. And he's just continued to hit the screen and put his passion in direction that will make you comfortable and fall in love with all of his characters because this brother has been through enough that he can showcase it on the, on the screen, off the screen, and how to show you how to become a better man because he knows what right looks like. And if you don't know... Who I got on the show by now, it's all good. We got all episode to chop it up with the mega talented Kareem Grimes, everybody. What it do, what it do, Zylo, my guy. Lakers, let's go. Come on, come on. It's that spirit. They don't understand. Exactly. exactly. I feel it. I feel it, bro. I feel it. Come on, we went through years on years without touching that 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 playoff. Oh man, listen, we doing this for Kobe, man. This is this is this is for Mamba, man. This is Kobe, bro, and Gigi. You gotta do it, man. Yes, one hundred percent. That legacy got exactly. to on. Exactly. Put them trophies right next to the uh, to the grave site. Yeah, yeah. Kareem, brother, I gotta let you know. Time's the most finite thing we have on this earth. So I gotta let you know from the very beginning and the jump that I appreciate your time. I appreciate you fucking with me and fucking with the viewers. Thank you. Sure, absolutely. Speaking of time, Kareem, what's a normal 24 hours for you? Uh, man, uh, wake up. Uh, I try to do like, I definitely meditate, but I try to think of seven things that I'm grateful for. Um, and then, you know, get the, get the day started, you know, use the bathroom and then uh, drink my chlorophyll, take my vitamin C's, uh, go work out. Uh, after the workout, come back, shower up check emails if I got some voiceover auditions or auditions kind of get ready for that um you know I got I have an app so I'm uh, I'm working on my app and then um another project that I'm a, a part of called virtual co-working which is the new black zone uh which will be launching in about a week or two so you know just reaching out to people uh really just uh you know, trying to, to, to get the word out on, on both things and working with my other co-founders uh, for uh, for FacePop, my, uh, my boy uh, Bervik Deculus and my boy Jerome Henry. So, you know, just just in the tech game, tech area, man, and just try to make things happen. And that's that's pretty much a 24-hour. Definitely talk to moms, check up on her, see how she doing, you know, grab something to eat, and then, uh, you know, keep keep it pushing, man. Keep keep the uh, Keep the work going. Oh yeah, you know I'm gonna need that uh, that other Zoom app because yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah, for sure. So you know, it, it yeah, 
just wants to add like i want to cut you out and be like the rule is that you, you got more than three people then then you got to have this pro membership and i'll be nah, like man. i'll be having just me and one other person you'd be putting a time yeah. on me when you feel like it i'll be like yeah. don't you get these people busy as shit and you yeah man my <laughs> because you want to go ahead and control god on when you want to choose to do this you got me fucked up yeah. Yeah. Me link run man we run that up I, Done deal. I got you for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, man. I'm super excited. Uh, corporate ambassador for virtual co-working, man. This is pretty much if Zoom and LinkedIn had a baby, uh, it will be virtual co-working. So you get the, uh, the video conferencing, but you also get to connect uh, with people all over the world. Um, the cool thing about it is they have a, a library that uh, is at your disposal uh, and it has every piece of paperwork you need uh, for entrepreneur. Uh, a businessman such as yourself from invoices to all the tax papers to uh, writing a one page to an eight page, uh, you know, grant, um, onboarding contracts, marketing, sales, everything is pretty much plug and play. So, you know, you get that, man. And, you know, their prices comparable or if not better than uh, than Zoom, you know, you got a $15, $35 and a $99. That's that's pretty much it. So. Uh, they got breakout rooms. You can stream. Uh, when you record, it goes straight to your Dropbox so it don't live on no server. So, you know, if you got your Dropbox set up, it goes straight there. You do what you do with it and and, and voila. So, yeah, I'm super excited, man. And, uh, you know, some big things coming. Once again, it is Black-owned. So, you know, it's, it's us. Ain't nobody else but us. So, you know, we pretty much hold the key. And uh, once we get in that market, man, we're going to be competing with Zoom. So, you know, we just need everybody to jump on board and and start using it like you would use, you know, like you've been using Zoom. Yeah, absolutely, brother. And then, you absolutely. know, right now we're in a big network marketplace. You yeah, know, absolutely. COVID made a lot of people available. It's a blessing and at the same time mm -hmm. it's a curse because yeah. that's at home that's used to being on the road, having to cook, clean, do other right. things you wouldn't do because, you know, your spouse is there and she's expecting you. You got yeah. the responsibility of being accountable. Exactly, 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 man. So, yeah, this was a... Uh, Big shout out to Matthew and, and, and Olivia. They actually uh, came up with this, and, and it was actually birthed through this, this, uh, this pandemic, man. So you know, I'm just happy to be a, a part of it and, and and see this thing take off. Oh yeah, no, I would definitely love to do all my interviews that I do social through that app. I'll make sure Indeed. Snoop knows about this app too as well. Yeah, absolutely. Indeed. Yeah, me and Snoop go way back to a uh, baby boy. So you know, it's all love when he sees me every time. <laughs> man uh i got a quote for you kareem let me know how this quote relates to you or if it doesn't the idea is i yeah. want you to talk about it are you ready okay. yep success to me is just being able to do what you love to do and support yourself all through nip the great nipsey hustle yeah absolutely i think uh you know and, and it just depends on what you what you define success uh, i think a part of that is is valid um, I think for me, man, success is being able to, you know, touch somebody um, or inspire somebody to be able to do something and them actually taking what I either said or, or, or by action or doing and actually taking that play, running it and being successful, man. And, you know, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm always I'm a big proponent of uh, seeing other people win, man. You know what I'm saying? Seeing other success stories because. That's just how I was raised, you know what I'm saying? Each one, teach one. If you have the information, share it. If somebody can be able to use that and make it happen, that that that's that's the biggest blessing right there. Yes, yes. 
No, the whole point of why I have this show is one, I want to be able to have a personal praise for your success story and all the other brothers and sisters, queens and kings that have came on this show because yeah. you have been able to make a journey onto what they had a manifestation of that they prayed for, that they did hard work behind and put in the hours and hours into, for your instance, auditioning, for instance, yeah learning lines, learning yeah. all these different ulterior things that have nothing to do with acting, but you gotta be on top of it just because the color of your skin may put you in an outside box. And that yeah. is fucked up, but it's a reality that we have to continue to train ourselves and prepare ourselves. And you know, yeah. I wanna know, did the game choose you or did you choose the game? Man, that's a good question, bro. Um... I think a little bit of both, man, to be honest. Um, I kind of knew earlier on what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I've been, I've been in this business since 1988. Um, so, you know, like I said, I, th I, think it, I think it was a little bit of both, man. I chose it and it chose me uh, to be able to still be in this business uh, since 1988 is, uh, is, a, is a, a true testament. Uh, we've seen people come and go in this industry. You know, um, but, you know, by the grace of God, man, and, and, and having a, a village and my mom and a support system to still be able to be in this game um, and, you know, still be able to produce and, and, and do what I do, man, and love what I do, man, is, is, is a true testament. So, you know, I think it was a little bit of both, me choosing it and me choosing me. You know, with 32 years in the game, that is three decades. I'm 33 yeah. years old. You've been doing it since a year after I was born. I want to yeah. make sure I tell you, bro, that is most commendable and respectable in this game because yeah. they don't understand longevity is yeah. something that you should be striving for. Not that paycheck, not that yeah. moment, but the longevity in your situations because that's going to keep you going. And Absolutely. when was your first confirmation that you knew that, you know, acting, entertainment, and just, you know, being on the scene and on set is what you're supposed to do with your life. Oh uh, man, I think, um, you know, being able to, you know, being in acting class, I think started it off for me, man. I started off at Marla's, Marla Gibbs and Angela Gibbs acting class. And I was just happy to be in a class, to be in a creative space. And I think when it hit me, man, it's just, I started off doing extra work. And I was just happy to be on set. You know what I'm saying? Didn't have no lines, but just really happy being on set, man. And uh, you know, from that from now on, from that point on, man, I just really was just like, man, I love this feeling. I, I like how I feel and I wanna have this feeling, you know, going on. So, you know, for me, man, just starting off doing doing the groundwork, man, the extra work. You know what I'm saying? Not not uh, not having any lines and just being there, dude. And you know that's that's part of the process. And I think, you know, you have to you have to love and enjoy the process. If you don't, man, then you got to get out of it. See, you talking that Kobe talk, that Black yeah. Mamba talk? Because right there is something you have to really respect is the yeah. process. If you don't the respect process. the process, the process won't respect you, and you won't get across and collect go and keep it going when it comes to that Monopoly board. That part, that part, man. So, you know, uh, it's like you said, man, it's, it's, it's taking, you know, taking a quote from Nipsey, man, it's, it's a marathon, bro. And that's, that's the mindset that I've had the whole time is that once again, we've seen people come and go, 
Um, you know, for me, man, I, you know, I, I, I love the process that the no's that came along with it just made me stronger and made me want to even go even harder and uh, just really work on my craft, man. And, uh, you know, I want to say, man, probably within the last three and a half years, I feel that my career has taken has taken a, a, a climb, you know, um, in, in the right direction. Um, not saying it's been bad all this time, but literally within the past three years, if I've been in this game since 88, the last three years have really, you know, really been really good career wise, man. And it's just, you know, I'm just only scratching the surface, man. Man, that just speaks volumes to one, what it takes to be in this game. And yeah. two, when that patience hits that moment of it's time to be ready, you've been ready. And then you've been blessed Absolutely. for the last three years, you yeah. know? was talking about being an extra and just you know enjoying it personally mm-hmm. uh recently we had an opportunity to be with brian hooks on adam and eve's set up in yeah. Mar- and or not marrying a mill valley or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and so we was up there and make a long story short he allowed us my family my wife and i and our children to be an extra inside the pizza mm-hmm. spot and mm-hmm. we recognize that this is an opportunity and so yep. my daughter instantly, when she saw the camera on here, she's only three years old. She saw the pizza come out. She said, pizza. There it is. Natural. As natural as, as natural as natural can be, man. Kids just, they're so honest and pure, man. So that's that's the beauty of it. So the producer came around the corner and, and sh- I, I forget his name, but shout him out. And he was like, you know, we got to do that again and catch her. And yeah. It was like, can you just ask for something? Now, granted, extras don't have any speaking lines. No, they don't. We had the blessing to have speaking lines now because he put the camera on it, so the focal point was there. And I got yeah. that like cheese and peppers and ranch and spice it Absolutely. up. Like, oh, Absolutely. do that again. And it's yep. just, it's important to recognize that, hey, this is this. They're asking you, but put some sauce on it because you know what? That's going to stick out. Exactly. Exactly, man. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm uh I'm excited, man. You know, I'm I'm uh I'm in that film, man, with Brian Hooks, man. So super excited to be a part of it, grateful for the opportunity, man, and can't wait for people to uh to see it, man. It's a totally, totally different look from what Brian Hooks does. And uh, you know, I think it's definitely gonna uh to to be a hit and, and shock a lot of people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Netflix has something to watch out for because they yeah, got a face for them on the top. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, Kareem, brother, you know, manifestation and prayer, we talked about it. It goes a long way, and hard work makes a dream a reality. What can you tell the listeners on your journey to manifestations? Oh, man. Um, I I manifest every day, dude. Um, You know, it's interesting because I've always kept a job. And even when I was shooting season two of All American, I was working like two jobs. But I think what, you know, helps me and what has helped me, man, is all the jobs that I've had, you know, I look at them as only temporary. They don't define the end goal of what I'm trying to get to and what I'm trying to do. Um, but while I'm at these jobs, man, I'm, I'm constantly visualizing where I want to be, uh, what I want to do. And I'm being very specific about what I want to do what car I'm driving, the weather, what clothes I have on, what studio I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? And literally, man, probably within a, literally 
a week ago, man, that visual, that vision and that um, manifestation came, came to fruition, man, of me just driving the set for season three of All American in, you know, in my new car that I just got that, you know, I manifested, you know what I'm saying? And it just goes to show you, man, it doesn't matter where you're at. Um, you can start right then and there. You don't have to make a plan of like, I'm going to start next week. I'm going to start this weekend. You know, I think God puts dreams and visions uh, within you, man. So you have something to, 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 uh, to work for. Um, so I'm, I'm a big advocate of visualizing, visualization, manifestation, speaking it into the universe, uh, believing it and knowing that it's going to happen and then letting go of it and then just take your steps towards it, man. So a uh, big, big advocate of, of visualization. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's definitely uh, adversary in so many different people's lives. Yeah. It's just, you know, whether they're willing to admit it or whether they're willing to discuss it is the whole thing. But right, right, right. That thing right there is one of the most powerful tools you can use in your life. But you yeah. know, hard, or manifestation and prayer without hard work is dead energy. And if you yeah, want to yeah. be that energy, you can look like potential and potential is like everything else on these streets. There it is, man. You just dropped the bar for real, man. It's real, dude. And I think, you know, even those jobs that I didn't want to be at, um, I visualized, you know what I'm saying? Those moments I would just sit there and really visualize being on a set, doing what I love. And actually by doing that, that helped me get through my, get through my shift and put a smile on my face. You know what I'm saying? Because I actually felt like I was there. I actually felt like I was on set you know, on the trailer, reading lines the whole nine, and that does something to you. You know, it's, um, you know, thoughts become things. So you have to, you have to be aware of what you think. Um, because if you're thinking anything negative, you're putting that out there in the universe, and that's going to come back to you. So even if you stub your, the littlest thing of stubbing your toe in the morning, and then all of a sudden you get the toothpaste and it squirts on your shirt, and you're like, oh, damn, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? But it started from maybe you stubbing your toe pissed off when you can just really think about what you're, what you're thinking about. Thoughts become things. Thoughts become things. Thoughts become things and really change that mindset. Once you start changing your mindset, everything around you changes. You know, something else that you're not speaking about, and it's funny because you're a health guru and a food expert, but how much of the importance of eating correctly, eating healthy, if you're putting a whole bunch of junk into your body, you're not yeah. going to get that gut feeling, that intuition of being, yeah. I got to react. Something tells me I got to do something. And if yeah. you don't have that and it's all cloudy and full of nonsense, you won't yeah. to do that. That moment and opportunity is going to pass. And, you know, the guys, universe will come back around at some point but you got to recognize it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a food expert, but I will say this. Uh, you are what you eat. So, you know, if you eat junk food, then, you know, that's going to, you know, cloud your memory and everything. But, you know, for me, man, I just try to watch what I eat. Um, heavy on the vegetables, heavy on the fruits. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The only meat I really fool with is fish. Um, sometimes chicken, but really fish. Um, but yeah, man, just really watching what I eat, man. A lot of, you know, cruciferous and greens and legumes and, and, and nuts and berries, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, really just helps me. I feel full. Um, I'm not heavy. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel heavy. I don't feel sleepy. So, you know, definitely. I just, I definitely juice a lot too. So, 
you know, that's that's one of my things that I love to do. But just really watching what I eat, man. You know, it's that old saying, it's real simple. You are what you eat. If you're eating junk food and greasy and all that other stuff, then guess what? You're going to feel like crap. You're going to look like crap. But, you know, if you if you see or if you're eating vegetables and, and orange or apple, you know what I'm saying? It's good. You feel you feel you feel healthier. You feel lighter. You got energy, you know, so that's that's just kind of what I live by, man. And then, of course, being an actor, being on TV, you want to look your best, you know, so that's all encompassing being in this entertainment industry is really, you know, watching what you eat and staying healthy so you can look good and, and, and continue to look young. You know, I want to commend you because you have taken your your finances and taking it invested into a career or, or a field that is mm -hmm. the next level, the next wave. And, you know, yeah. for that's in California, they, they sleep on it so much because we're near Silicon Valley. We're near mm -hmm. where all this huge billion dollar industries mm -hmm. are. And, mm -hmm. you know, for all the people out there that have great ideas and think of stuff, but can't get to figuring out how to make it an app or how to make it to the tech field. Can you mm -hmm. give a little insight on, you know, what they can do to possibly take an idea and make it come to life. Yeah, man. I think, you know, once you have the idea, go for it. Um, I think for me, I, I surrounded myself with, you know, dope individuals and people who are smarter than me. Um, my business partner, uh, Burbank Deculus, very smart guy, very thorough guy. And my buddy, Jerome Henry, um, you know, these are guys who are very strong in certain areas. So I think, you know, where one lacks, everybody kind of picks up, but, you know, I think now, man, we have everything at our disposal. You got YouTube, you got Google, you have everything. If you don't know it, you can literally look it up. So, you know, for us, man, it was, for me, it was just really diversifying my portfolio, not just being active, but actually going into the tech game. Um, and I had a guy brother who created a few apps. So being around him, it just kind of rubbed up, rubbed off on us. You know what I'm saying? And then my, my buddy and I was just like, yo, we got to come up with an app. We got to really come up with an app and for me i saw uh you know midnight marauders album cover which all with all the rappers heads on there and i was like man what if all of them can talk what if you can send them in a text message and you know for me i was just like yo that's face pop you know what i'm saying and uh my buddy Bervik and i we we kind of worked backwards and you know we, we researched to see if there was anything in the market like it and it wasn't you know we had face pop idea way before me moji and emoji you know what i'm saying so you know with that we just work backwards and uh you know we like you said we, we we bet on ourselves you know what i'm saying we raise money we put that in there uh my buddy jerome came in he saw the vision he liked it he put money up and then we just ran with it man so we're three non-technical founders and what that means is that we don't know how to code <laughs> we don't know how to do none of that but we had the idea we had the passion we had the energy and the love and we went forth found us a CTO, which is a chief technical officer. That CTO uh, we talked to who we kind of gave the information as far as what we wanted the, uh, the app to look like. He then helped us get an engineer and the CTO and the engineer talked that talk, that Swift, Python, you know, all that, all that code and stuff that we don't know. That's what the CT, uh, the CTO is for. That's your middle guy. So all the information and, and ideas that you want to give, give that to your CTO, then the CTO kind of puts it in to that engineering, you know, vocabulary for him to be like, oh, okay, this is what they want. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we did, man. And 
We've been in the market for two years. We're in the Apple Store. Uh, we just secured some funds, so we're working on our our um, we're working a part of our app, which will be our store, so we can start generating revenue to where we'll have like you know what I'm saying hopefully a Snoop Dogg face pop or Terrell Owens or a little Duval that you can download for 99 cent and use it in a text message. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we're doing right now, man. And yeah, dude, it's just stuff that we didn't know. We found somebody who knew it. We asked questions. Um, we, we, we YouTubed, <laughs> we YouTube so much, man. And just Google and, you know, found out what we needed to do, man. And we took those necessary steps to make it happen. And voila, you know, we, we got an app that's in the Apple store. You know what, Kareem, brother, I had an idea that popped up while you were speaking, and I'm just going to give it to you, and you can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> leave it alone. But you know what? You should have FacePop make it a meditation where the FacePop is speaking, and it's allow a meditation for people to listen to just to breathe. And then it's that's their dope. favorite artist, favorite actor. That's, that's, listen, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a, listen, you on the right track, brother. That's, that's exactly where we're headed with that, man, to where – you know, you you get these you get these face pop alerts from, you know, maybe a Deepak Chopra to let you know about meditation today and what you know what the mantra is today. You know what I'm saying? So you're you're definitely on the right track, man. That's exactly where face pop wants to go, man. And you know, we want to be able to touch everybody to people with learning disabilities, you know, kids, uh, you know, uh, sports entertainment music the whole nine man we want to be able to touch everything and we know that face pop will be able to do that because you know something we're, we're from the hood bruh and you know mm -hmm. we watch tv we listen to music we watch sports to mm -hmm. idolize people because they got out they were living the dream mm -hmm. and if you could make it where because today not so many people sit down and watch tv everything yeah. isolated to their phone yeah. laptop tablets what have you yeah. if you took that whole idea and make it where their face pops up and talks to you, and it's just one set or two set things. That's the same thing as watching TV as us as kids because it's gonna get us through that moment. It's gonna have that Zen moment, that uh, yeah. that coping mechanism, and no, that's great. That's absolutely, absolutely, man. I wanted to make sure we spent some time on the importance of perfecting your craft, putting yeah. after hour after hour into your full gifts and and putting your gifts on display. That's yeah. master work ethic. That's 10,000 hours put in. That's an outlaw. Malcolm Gladwell, the tipping point. Come yeah. on now. Can you give the listeners an insight to the path you took to achieve your own personal success? Yeah, man. I think, you know, earlier I said, find something that you love. Uh, and, you know, you'll never work a day in your life. And for me, uh, acting, being in, being in the entertainment, the arts was it. You know, and, uh, you know, I took classes. I still study when I can. Um, but, you know, I always say you treat your, you treat your, you treat your career like a bank account. The more you deposit into it, the greater your return. So if you're only putting a couple of dollars in, then your return is going to be just that. But if you put in 110% and every time you deposit, this is what I say. Deposit something into your career every day, whatever that is. Whether you're looking up interviews on other actors, that's what I do. I go on YouTube and I look at Michael Caine, I look at Jeffrey Wright, I look at Denzel, uh, Viola, 
uh, all the actors that I admire and I'll just watch interviews or I know Michael Caine has a video of, you know, acting on camera. It's like an old video, but I'll watch it and I'll watch it over and over again because each time I learn something. So, you know, that's something I deposit into my, uh, my, my career every day. You know, a good friend of mine, Lelania, she was just like, she was like, yo, what are you doing? I was like, oh man, I'm reading the Source magazine. She was like, but does it have anything to do with acting? And I was like, no, not really. She was like, well, what are you doing? I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put something and and fill your mind with something that you want to do in life, your career, whatever that is. And from that, from that day on, man, like, you know, literally, <laughs> I literally deposit something into my my career, whether I'm working out, taking care of myself, uh, photos, emails, um, you know, what I'm saying, finding out what's going on, uh, production wise, just any and everything that I can put my hands would be able to get to man and really put into my career dude so you know find what you love you'll never work a day in your life put that put put 110 percent in it because what you get in what you put in is what you get out of it period it's facts you know what's funny is that i actually heard that statement of you got to make more deposits than you do withdrawals yep. and i was driving a limo and there was a bachelor party in the back like you know all the fellas and that was mm -hmm. what I was drunk and screaming and telling his buddy, like, hey, when you get married, this is how marriage lasts for 30 years. You got to make mm. more deposits than withdrawals. Yeah, all this extra shit, she going to no. leave your ass with half of that shit. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a bar, for real, for real. Yeah, you definitely got to make more deposits than you do withdrawals, period, period. You know... As this game is a roller coaster, there's a ton of highs and lows. And I've learned from asking this question that lows become highs. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I don't have to spend so much time on asking this question, but it leads me to, 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 my, to my statement now. Mm -hmm. What has been your three most rewarding, dopest moments that you've been able to experience in this game? Oh, man. Uh, I think really uh, being part of a film that changed culture, and that's Boys in the Hood. Um, that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, you know, working with Clint Eastwood, you know what I'm saying? I never would have thought in my wildest dreams I'll be working, you know, with Clint Eastwood in a movie. Um, and then really just All-American, man, really, uh, has really been a true blessing that I don't take for granted. And so grateful for the opportunity uh, to be working with a talented cast, but also working with Enkeche uh, uh, Okoro, who is the showrunner, who I met 10 years ago uh, doing an episode of Bones, which was her first scripted show on television. And then working with my buddy Jamie Turner, who I met 20 years ago when I was working um, on uh, The Shield. Um, we became really good friends and, you know, on the shield, I, I auditioned for the shield 17 times. So we talking about 16 no's before I got a yes. And then that yes ended up, uh, giving me three episodes on that, uh, not three episodes, three seasons on that show. But, you know, to have that come full circle, uh, to be able to be, to, to work with those two individuals. Um, is, is a true blessing, man. And, you know, so those, those are my top three things, man. 
Oh yeah, no, I think of that Rod Wave song, I Remember, and you know, my mm. favorite part of that song is I took a thousand no's just to get that one yes. Oh, yeah. I absolutely, absolutely, man, indeed. indeed. And that one yes, it has a somewhat of a snowball effect. It starts going downhill for you. You're still gonna get some no's, but those no's are what's supposed to make you go along the path you're supposed to go, because if you get that yes too soon, you wouldn't have had three seasons on this show. If you yeah, get man. that's too take soon, you get yeah, cut off. Advantage, or you, you know, you just you don't you don't recognize the blessing, or you you're not present. You know, and for me, I really try to stay present and be present to where you know if I'm if I'm working, I'm I'm present. I hear, I see, I feel, I touch those that are around me, and not thinking about what's the next thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes. So yeah, man, just just staying present. So, brother, I'm gonna put a pause on the entertainment questions. I got a mm -hmm. segment for you, and then we'll wrap mm -hmm. it up. Uh, I got a segment called Impulse Q and A, and it's okay. questions. And I want yeah, I wrote down earlier, so I want your impulse answers. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like the question, it's all good. Just say pass, but I still want you to answer three questions. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Question number one: What is the funniest thing you've seen a kid do? Be honest. Whew. Be honest. <laughs> I, the kids will let you know if they're not messing with you, they're not messing with you, period. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't do nothing. Honesty. Just so, tell the so truth. My wife's a preschool teacher, right? And a couple years ago, I you know, I ain't going to go too much into it, but a kid had came home and came to school and was like, I just couldn't sleep last night. And my wife was like, what, what's going on? What's wrong? You know, the general concern. Yeah. It was like, all I heard was pounding and screaming and moaning. And I thought somebody was hurt and my dad. And so, yeah, you know, kids will tell the most uh, dog. Hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, they just honest, man. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Number two, uh -huh. if you could redo any moment that you bombed, would you? Ooh, absolutely. I think it was, uh, yeah, I think it was, uh, I think it's NCIS or whatever the show that LL Cool J's on. I think it was NCIS. LA. I, it was just, it was all bad, dude. I, I was doing way too much and I wish I could have redone. I could, I wish I could have redid that audition. Mm. Question number three. Yes, sir. One thing that you recommend everyone tries at least once. Mm, that's a good one, man. At least try once. Uh oh, uh cryotherapy. <laughs> you gotta try it at least once. It's crazy, but you gotta at least try it once. Mm. And thank you to Russell Simmons for giving me that opportunity to cry to try cryotherapy. Mm, so now you're gonna have me look it up just to see what yeah. it is. It's just when it's you seen it, it's like a, a cylinder and it's it's uh it's cold. Oh, that's where whatchamacallit got frostbite on his feet last year. Okay, yeah, well yeah, Antonio, yeah, he stayed in there too long. But yeah, man, you gotta try it at least once. Mm, mm. So brother, I gotta ask before we wrap up, yeah. what is the goal long term? Because you said earlier there's so much more for you to do and you just scratching yeah. I wanna know what the surface look like once you touch it all the way across. Man, um, definitely, uh, you know, uh, a hit TV show, series regular, uh, in between, um, in between, uh, what is the word? Uh, dang, I just drew a blank. In between um, hiatus, 
uh, working on a film, you know, and then, you know, once the film is done back on TV, uh, you know, getting face pop uh, to be a billion dollar app that, that gets bought. Um, also getting, you know, uh, co virtual co-working uh, in that, in that, uh, in that space where it, it surpasses zoom, you know, um, and then, you know, being able to reinvest into some, some young people that have an idea to be able to be an incubator and to give back, man. Um, that's, that's, that's what the future holds. That's, that's what's really being on top for me is just seeing other people win and being able to give them the opportunity to win. Mm. Yes. Whew. That is such power. Power. Now, Kareem, if you notice, my show is different. It's a little unique. I got a segment because mm -hmm. they say I got to have segments, but I don't do segments like them. And I'm like, how yeah. do I get the same energy and close out? The viewers yeah. just come and I'm going to hit you with it. You got any questions for me? Um, what, what made you get started in this, man? What was it? People telling me no. You know, no, mm. I can't work here. No, I can't join this. No. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you recognize you have a gift and you have this itch and you have a vision, you know, eventually you're going to keep on moving to that ground matches your feet. And, you know, your feet are attached to your body and you're there. And it's deja vu, but it's, it's destiny. And, you know, I had that moment of like, I, I thank you for saying no. I thank you for not hiring me. I yeah. thank you because I wouldn't be where I'm at today without them doing those necessary things. Absolutely. Um, how long you been married? This is year six. I've been with her for 12 wonderful years. I love my wow. wife. Wow, what is the secret? Communication and fight fair. Mm. Communication and fight fair. What is, uh, what is one of the proudest moments in your life? My children. I was real active and wild before I you know, married my wife and had my mm -hmm. first son. That's, that's what slowed me down and really understand that life is too short. And if you do something that gets you removed from this life, you won't mm -hmm. be son the same way your dad wasn't there for you. And mm. so personally, when my son turned four and I waited four weeks afterwards, I threw a party because my dad passed away when I was four, four weeks after I turned four. And so Gosh. that's like something that's very important to me. And I'm very grateful that I get to be a part of his life and, and see him grow. He's a, such an amazing kid. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Indeed, brother. Indeed. Um, what would you say would be a moment in life that you would want to do over? So I could tell you, August 13th, 2005, I committed a robbery and that really messed up my trajectory of life. Mm. And I got arrested with my brothers and I was 17. They were 18. And so they went to to jail county jail i went to juvenile hall mm -hmm. and so i went through this whole thing i just was in the front page of the sunday newspaper for being mm -hmm. homeless in high school and getting straight a's directing plays and just doing a whole lot of stuff and then i was still active in the streets and that shit caught up with me that night and i wish that you know i wish i'd have never went out that night and i could redo that night because i was working for a senator I was working uh, uh, for an oil refinery company that was going to give me $10,000 to go to college. And mm. I decided to rob somebody for an iPod because I wanted to be cool and be yeah. tough. And that costed me literally so much of my future that I'm catching up to now. Yeah, man. I think it's uh, important, too, that, you know, everybody has choices. And the choices that you make can ultimately, you know, enhance your life or it can hinder. So... 
Uh, you just have to be able to make the right choice. Yes, yes. Yeah, man. Hey, brothers, you know, to hear your story just from, from talking to you, man, and to see where you're at now, man, you know, God bless you. And, you know, that's that's what it's about, man, is, is redemption and, and being able to get that second chance and still being able to, to, to still go at your goals and fight uh, for it too, man. So definitely I commend you on that, bro. I appreciate you, brother. That means a lot, especially coming from you, brother. And, you know, to be very honest, I wouldn't be smart or wise if I didn't say the next thing. Closed mouths are never fed and always hungry. If you ever mm -hmm. need help, you ever need anything, I will jump, shoot, fly, run, crawl. Depends on what you need me to do, but I get yeah. there too. There it is, man, indeed, man. So I definitely want to, you know, get you a part of the virtual co-working because I think it's something that, you know, you'll be able to benefit off of um, as well and, and just, you know, help you with what you what you have going on, man. So, you know, I'll definitely uh, shoot you uh, shoot you that link. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions, definitely hit me up, chop Ooh. it up. And, uh, you, know, you say what? I would love to make him a sponsor of the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. We'll definitely make that happen, man. We'll definitely make that happen. Absolutely, Kareem. I appreciate your time. It's Contrast Uncut. It's season four, episode 28. I want to give a big shout out to Uncle Snoop's Army and Bobby D Presents. I wouldn't be able to do incredibly dope shit like chop it up with Kareem Grimes about his history and let them diamonds drop before they hit the ground. They shining because this brother puts so many gems that won't touch the ground because it's meant for you to grab and hold before it yeah. touches. Thank you for coming on here, brother, and just being transparent and being just a, a wonderful vessel in society, brother. I thank you and appreciate you. Thank you, man, for having me. I appreciate it, brother. Uh, much success to you. Uh, you got great energy, man. Keep it up, man, and just keep winning, bro. Thank you. That's it. Just stay on a winning Oh, Lakers! Come on, Come on, come on. We needed that yeah. shit. Come on, man. West, we got to do it, man. West, West. Come on, man. All day, brother. Bless you. Hip hop really taught me to give it all I got. Life. Wu Tang taught us how to beat the projects. And tell my story over beats and it could be a project. Look, how it all begun. Uh, bum, skibbity bum. Yeah, grew up on that Nas, on that L, on that pun. Oh, so when I was young, crisscross, make them jump. Battle rapping for respect, my nigga. This ain't what you want. Can I kick it when I'm rhyming? Be a legend through Ebonics. Was a sticker boy. Felt like sticky. Man, I know you guys can't smell this right now, and I ain't talking about none of that other stuff. I'm talking about some of that good stuff, that smell good stuff. I think it's breakfast. What time is it? It's breakfast time. Make sure you tune in to Contrast Uncut no matter what you're doing. Whether you're eating breakfast, you're smelling good food like I'm smelling, or if you're smelling other stuff, we're good to watch too. Make sure you tune in. Thank you.